Yeah, for those who don't know me, my name is Andre, one of the leaders in the congregation. My wife Jenny couldn't be here, she's working, and that's a story every second weekend, so most of you know that. So, so I, th- I thought we could almost stop, because the reason we are here, the reason we live is to worship God. And if we just can grasp that, 24 hours a day, 60 minutes, and every hour, and every second, then yeah, that's what, what the difference the world would be, what difference, how different we will look. So, so I want to share, when I was asked to share, I, uh, the thing that came up to me was to talk about, that's what God, the Holy Spirit laid in my heart, was to talk about a church that imitates Jesus Christ. And, that was, and interestingly, when, when I shared it, when it got to me, two days later, a day or two later, I started chatting to Jenny about it, or we were just in the process, and she said, what do you talk, what do you preach about? Because she said the Lord laid on her heart to preach about imitating uh, Christ, imitating the leaders. She's just such a confirmation that actually that, that this is that what God wants to share, that Jesus wants us to hear this morning. So I'm really trusting you and asking you to just open up your hearts and open up your minds, open up everything you hold. Because sometimes we get so used to sitting here on a, on a Sunday morning and uh, maybe start daydreaming of things and these things that bothering us that, that's taking control of our mind. So just put all that stuff aside and trust God that He will speak through and, and it will really become imitators, real imitators of Jesus. Because that will change the world around us. I know Gunther prayed, but I also just want to just, just pray for this morning. So Holy Spirit, I just want to glorify you this morning. It's just a precious moment of, of just sharing worship, sharing your word as well. And Holy Spirit, I just want to ask you to just come and, come and minister this morning. Come and, and touch every life. Come and change people this morning. Not because of us humans here, but because your word is alive and active. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Cutting through. So Lord, this morning we trust you that, that what we share, that you will cut through the hardness in, in areas, the, the things, that the patterns that formed into people's lives, that you'll come and cut through in a soft, gentle way, but you'll come and just do something you're miraculous in our lives this morning. Yeah, we glorify your name, Father. And we just vessels in your hand and come and use us and come and minister through us in Jesus' name. Amen. Just want to read and start and read at 1 Thessalonians 1, ach, verse 1 to 10. Karin, thanks very much. So, Paul, Silas, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, in, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace be you, to you. We always thank God for all of you, mentioning you in our prayers. We continually remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers, loved by God, that He has chosen you, because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, the Holy Spirit, and with a deep conviction. You know how we lived among you uh, for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, in spite of severe suffering. You welcomed the message with the joy given by the Holy Spirit, and so you became a model to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. 
for they themselves report what kind of perception you gave us. They tell you, uh, you turn to God from idols to serve the living God in truth and true God and to wait for his son from heaven where he raised from the dead. Jesus who rescues us from the coming wrath. It's amazing. It's a powerful word. And just to, to start off, uh, just to giving you imitating on another word for imitating. You may, something that you may be recognized more than imitating is a word called mimicking. That I'll, for the sake of this morning, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with, with imitating. Uh, it's something uh, that is actually also it's part of creation. It's not just limited to human beings. It's something that's there partly when we get but born. It's part of us. We start imitating. So the definition of imitating is to, to have a similar way uh, to behave in a similar way to someone or something else. And you all know, we, we try to, that's what we try to do. Sometimes we get our worth uh, by dressing like somebody, like when a, a runner, a, five, a park runner as fast as Rudy, for instance, or uh, it's, yeah, like a, like a cycle, like a, like, like a nardist, and there's a lot of other people, and Johnny, who's just, just a strong next thing, but a lot of things, or making the best food you can, like an Elmer and an you can just there's a lot of other things, people worshipping there, we do those type of things, because we want to do it, because then we create our worth, we get our worth in that, we think we're worth more, and that's where, so that's why we try to be like others, and actually, God wants us to be ourselves, because we be, we're part of one body, and if I want to make the nicest food like an Elmer or whether it may be something else here, uh, just have the soft heart of a Roger, for instance. Uh, but then something, then my part of what I need to do, this missing, see, there's a gap. So I need to be able to just, and that's why. Yeah, so we need to, yeah, to copy and to follow our example. That's what we try to do. That's what imitate means. So. So I've just got two pictures to quickly show you also what, what imitating comes from a young age, Karin. So one is children, try, you see, children always try to imitate their parents. Uh, the young, young that one is, they try to imitate. So that starts from a very young age. And second one. So this is, a bit, this is what's happening with imitating. We become and try to become like somebody else. And in imitation is a crucial, a crucial aspect of development. New things or skills can be learned quickly and effectively from watching. So I've watched somebody do something. It's easier to do than try to do it myself. Uh, so I try to do it myself and need to figure it out, how to do this, how this. But if I can watch, for instance, a Herman working behind it or Karim working behind the computer, it gets easier for me to do it as well. So we like, so that's a, it's a learning thing. It's a, it's a part of development. Uh, so new things can learn quickly and efficiently from watching. Children also learn from watching adults and other children. Uh, they watch every move, and I think your parents will, will be able to just vouch for that. They watch every move, they see how we act, our facial expressions, and they hear what you say and how you say it. It's almost like they watch you with a magnifying glass. If you look, if you look through something from a magnifying glass, it gets big. And that's what I do. And then often we hear a parent say, and I think I, think I want to see some faces now maybe, but you hear a parent say, I wonder where my child has learned to use these words or how they do certain things of how this facial expression are just so, just there, uh, or how they, how they act in this way. And then sometimes, you actually know, it's not me. 
can't be. It's, it's literally, and then if you go back, you'll actually see this is the pick it up from us. And we could see something as well. I quickly to pick it up with, with little Emma. I'm sorry, we, we need to use her again. But that Ryan and Jesse's daughter, Emma, starting worshipping in front. And you see this morning how she just, just exploded again in, in worship. But two weeks ago, whatever, it was just a face. You could, the hands was in the air, but the face was nowhere. And that's what she saw from what was coming from this side. And I realized on it. And I need to go back to my, and I actually needed to look at my own life. How do I worship? Worship, do I worship with this straight and, and a very heavy face? Or am I enjoying God while I'm worshiping? So this is this. So, uh, so we often imitate also prominent people. Uh, the celebrities, there's actors, there's singers, pop stars, sports stars, even good preachers. We sometimes want to actually imitate a good preacher as well. Yeah, that guy can, he can nail it when he preaches. Uh, and I want to do it. But how often... And you can think for yourself, I'm not going to mention people. You can now sit where you are and just think, who am I trying to imitate? What pop star, what good sportsman or whatever am I trying to imitate? Because I'm like, uh, and if you look at that, uh, we try to imitate those people. But does that person really trust? Does he really serve God? How's his life? Is, he worthwhile, is it worthwhile imitating him and what he do? Or where will I end if I follow him, continue following him and imitating him? Because uh, we think they're good examples because they're well-known, they earn a lot of money, etc., etc. But you need to look further than that. So, so Christ Jesus has modeled to us uh, how we need to live. Uh, because they are, that's what it is. So Christ has modeled us to us how we need to live. And that's very important then for us as well. Uh, if you want to set an example, if you want to model, we need to model Jesus Christ as an example. Uh, so that's the example we also need to set to our children. So very, very important what we example, what example we model to our children. Uh, and who we imitate, because we can imitate that pop star or that cricket player or Whatever. What happens? That child starts following us. And to, to change that behavior in that child at the end of the day, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be, take a process because that's they see this is what I'm imitating. So then they can imitate them as well. Uh, and that has an impact on the destiny of that child, of that person. So it's just very important that we, that we model the correct way of imitating. And who do we imitate? Uh, we have a limited period as well. I think it's another thing that, that I just came to realization, and through my own children I saw that, and two of them are here this morning. Uh, limited period in which we got time as parents to imitate, to, 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 to live, because that children, we actually set that example for the children to imitate. Because at a certain point, and you all know, and I think some people call it seven years, some cut other ages, what they call it, but at a certain point, we as, you as a parent, Children doesn't listen to me or that imitation of use. Then they start listening to the friends, to the pop stars, to the good, you know, good sportsmen, to all of those people. So then that people, that voice becomes stronger. And the important thing then is, how strong foundation have you laid at the end of the day? How strong foundation have you laid by imitating Jesus Christ to your children? Because you've got that limited period and almost a window period where you can do it. Uh, and I actually want to get a bit further. So I want to 
10.2 couples here tonight. It starts so early. So I want to take Elmer and Nadine and I want to take Ryan and Jesse. I'm not sure if there's anybody else that, that where there's, a prayer, there's, there's a little miracle happening within a body. But if you look at those, couple, those two couples, that little babies that's growing in there, that miracles that's starting happening. In Elmer and Nadine's case, a girl, and Ryan and Jesse, a boy. Just amazing, but, but that little miracles, as they grow, even if, it's, even if that conception is a day old, that child starts imitating what their parents does. And you can, I, can, I can almost ask these people, but if they start worshipping, sometimes you actually feel this child in the inside is getting excited. Because I think that's almost the, <laughs> what do you call it, it will be almost the most clearer picture of somebody worshipping God. Is that child, because there's nothing of that child in that woman's body that's been polluted by stuff out from outside that can even, regarding imitation, to imitate. So, it's just a, so I just thought about it, and it's just amazing. So you guys, just, yeah, just, it's just amazing to see your love for that little one in your earth, because that's the imitation you do, of imitating Jesus, because that's his love you imitate, just the care, that's that. It's just amazing. So, well, yeah. so we need to make the most of each it's a little moment that we get to imitate to our children or to people around us because the time is short. So let's come back to what you say. You say I'm just talking here, but let's go back to the Bible which we said. And I just want to go to verse 6 to 8 of that same 1 Thessalonians, Corinne, please. You became imitators of us and of the Lord in spite of severe suffering. You welcomed the message with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. This is imitating. You don't have to use words. It's just the way they live now. And I cared for other people. Exchange people around them. So with this in mind, uh, it's just a spell for me when I read it. Because I've, sometimes you just read over it. You don't see it all, all the more detail. But... The way in which these people have imitated Jesus, have taken hold of the, taken hold of the gospel, preached to them, yeah. and that the impact beyond the borders of the places where they stayed, beyond Achaia and Macedonia, which was said, it actually went further than that. That, that, that imitating that, so the way they, they, they became imitators of Jesus, and now just as people of these two provinces lived, that imitating went beyond just the areas where they stayed. So this is powerful, because it's just, again, what imitating does, how important it is for us to imitate the right example, and, and what, and so, yeah. so this is amazing. Yeah, so, so when Paul talks about it, if you look at, again, at the, at the verses, when Paul talks about the, the, the imitating, he's, he's actually identifying two areas. He said imitating Jesus on the one side, and he said imitating us. And that us, in this case, was the leaders of the church at that point in time. And again, that blew me away when I, when I actually saw that. So, because uh, if you said, start talking about imitating us, what a huge, almost what a huge thing is it. For, and then we look at us as well, that we need to be able to, people are looking at us, we need to imitate so that other people around us can change. Let's talk to that now. Uh, so this intimate thing is such an integral part of who we are as human beings. And we just need to make sure that we drive and, and, and that correctly, that we fully imitate the correct person and the correct things in our life. 
Okay. There's also another part in, uh, in 1 Thessalonians 2, where exactly the same is said. Uh, if you just want to maybe go to 2 verse 7, Karin, thanks very much. It says, as apostles of Christ, we could have been a burden to you, but we were gentle among you like a mother caring for her little children. We loved you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives, to share our lives as well. Uh, and again, I want to continue here, but what do we try to model with us where we, in, the, in the church that we at the moment are in? We're modeling family. So we try to, to live as families, model family to each other, and, and in families coming together in homes, have sharing meals, because you want to share your lives. By sharing a meal, you share your life to people. That's when people open up and when they get comfortable by sharing to you. Uh, as well, because he had become so dear to us. Verse 9. Surely you remember, brothers, our toil and hardship. We worked night and day in order not to be a burden to anyone while we preach the gospel to you. You are witnesses, witnesses, and so is God, of how holy, righteous, and blameless we were among you who believed. For you know that... We dealt with each of you as a father deals with our children, uh, encouraging, comforting, and urging you to live lives worthy of God, who calls you into his kingdom and glory. And we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it is actually is the word of God which is at work in you who believe. For you, brothers, became imitators of God's churches in Judea, which are in Christ Jesus. You suffered from your own countrymen. The same things uh, those churches suffered from the Jews. Again, it's just the importance of imitating. It's a second, it's a second area where we read it in the same book in the Bible. And there's more. Uh, that's the last scripture that I want to read. It's, it's in... Uh, Ephesians 4, verse 32 to 5, verse 2, where it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgive you. So what's important is, let's go back again. Sorry. The important thing is that that's, that's some of the stuff that we need to model, that we need to imitate. We need to imitate, and we'll get to that, what, what uh, compassionate. We need to imitate kindness where we are. We can just sometimes just go, and we're so busy, and all of that, and to forget about actually need to imitate kindness, com compassion to one another. We need to forgive each other. We just so quickly get up and we don't want to forgive people because they hurt us and this and that. We need to forgive each other, just as Christ forgave us. Okay. We'll continue. Thank you, Karim. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children and live the life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave us himself up as, as a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. So he gave himself up as a fragrant offering. If we imitate him, we will be a fragrant offering to the people around us. And, we, and lives will be changed. Another word, for instance, for imitating is also follow us. So how comfortable are you that, that somebody follow you? Are you imitating God? But we'll, we'll get to a bit later. So uh, there are different ways to get to know someone. So we need to imitate somebody, we need to get to know him. So there's different ways to get to know somebody. So uh, we can read up on someone. Uh, we can watch and observe someone. 
But I think both those could show you only certain aspects of somebody. Uh, I can maybe, again, if you use one of the examples, this, this good sportsman that we've got, you don't, if you just see them run, you don't see it behind it, what if it goes in to run like they run, or to, or to ride, ride a bicycle like they ride a bicycle, or to play an instrument like that, like to play. There's so much other stuff behind the scenes. So it's also important, and I think that's the most important part for me of imitating, is to spend time with that person. Because if you spend time with a person, if, I've, if I take time and I have coffee once a week with John, or we go and John and we just spend some time, or me and Jenny spend time with John and Marika, we get to know them in that time spending. Because then you, actually, you can actually, in a deeper way, just really, really get to know his heart in their hearts. But by just seeing it, just said by way of reading and watching, you can't really catch that heart of that person. So if we then really want to get to know Jesus Christ and, and to imitate him well, we need to spend time in his word, we need to spend time with him. There's two things, spend time in his word, but also spend time with him. That precious times that he'll just, while you're sitting on that couch or maybe on your knees, he's just whispering, or maybe in a car, while you whisper with a song, he's just whispering something in your ear. It's just precious times. And those things... We need to, that's how we get to know him, and then we can imitate him clearly and, and well as we need. So it takes time to get to know that. So sometimes we get frustrated as well. We want to intimate Jesus or imitate somebody, but now first contact that out of that person. Now I want to know everything about that person, but it's impossible. You need to spend time and get to know that person over a period of time. And the better you know that person, the more intimate that relationship becomes. And the more better you can imitate that person to somebody else. So that's the, so the first area where we need to look at everything. We said imitating God. Uh, and, and let's look at a few ways of imitating God. I'm just going to mention a few things. We need to draw close to Him uh, daily. We must come under His authority and submit to Him and obey Him in everything. And, and, and how can we obey Him? Let's follow. We can follow His example. So there's a few things we can follow Jesus' example in. So what we did this morning, we can follow. Jesus was a worshiper. So we can follow Jesus, how He worshipped God. Because Jesus was, he was in love with God. Although they were the, it's part of the same trinity. You're so... He loved him so much that he gave his life, that he was prepared to, 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 to sacrifice himself. So, how are you worshipping God? Follow Jesus' example. And, and I've got scriptures for all of that. I'm not going to call it all the scriptures. Then we'll sit here till the late this afternoon, and I don't want to do it here. Uh, the second one is, I want to follow Jesus' example by loving other people. Follow Jesus' example by being kind to people. And even if one of these things stick, I'm still going to mention a few others, but even if one of them stick, focus on that one, and next week you focus on the other one. Uh, the third one, that, we, that uh, the next one is uh, follow Jesus' example in forgiving other people. We just read it previously, just a little while ago. The next one, follow Jesus' example by being generous. Follow Jesus' example by caring for other people, for the sick, for the elderly. Just follow his example in that. Follow his example by being humble. It's, again, the scripture says you need to be humble. 
uh, follow Jesus' example of having compassion for other people. It's linked in a bit maybe to the caring part, but having compassion for people. You can so just have busy with your own lives that we, for, that we lose track for people around us. I want to build my own kingdom rather than having compassion for other people and help carry people others and lift other people up. Because that's what Jesus did. Follow Jesus' example in being obedient to death. Sometimes we get, we'll be obedient to a certain point. Because uh, we can't do more. If I do more than this, now it's going to be too heavy on me or it's going to cost something to say too much of me. But being obedient till death, because that's what Jesus did. He didn't ask questions. He said, Father, you will be done. I'll do it. Because I love these people. So that's what Jesus did. Follow Jesus' example by showing mercy. I said again, we mentioned the word earlier, but I just want to reiterate it again. Follow Jesus' example by having a heart for the lost. We're so busy with our lives, again, building our kingdoms, but forget about the people that's walking past in the street. I don't need, to, I, don't tell, I don't say just go and approach that first person, that first person you get, and just, yeah, you need to come in, you need to get Jesus, you get to know Jesus now. We can start praying for people. And getting to know and, and, and living what we said by way of imitating. Okay, the second last one is uh, the apologies example in the importance of belo- belonging to a family. Be, live family. That's what we said. And just the last one I mentioned, there's a lot more. But just the last one I mentioned, mentioned is uh, follow Jesus' example in giving ourselves. Different ways we can give ourselves. Uh, but no, don't hold back. Just give of yourself. Because if you look back at Scripture, if we give our lives to Him, if we submit to Him as Lord and Savior, our lives doesn't belong to ourselves again. So we sometimes want to keep back but something that we haven't got anymore. So, just, uh, yeah. so maybe just to share some, some own example, just something out of my life. Not a, I wanted to look at something quite recent. and It's maybe not a, a big, deep thing, but I want to go back to about... When we, when we planted from the Aim into the congregation here at the Kingdom Church, the, the, where it became a Josh Jen. We were at this point in time, at that point in time, we were leading a community. And we had actually grown quite, quite in our community and a strong relationship with the community, but just, we just experienced the Holy Spirit says, you can't leave these guys now. In our hearts, myself and Jenny felt we want to go. When we heard Anson Lee's coming to plant, we said, we're going to come. And everybody thought it's going to happen. And that's what the people said. But God said, no. If each one of those people in that community that you're currently looking after, that you've got that family relationship with, if they don't come, sorry, good boy, then you need to stay. Then that, that, that plant goes out there. And you can ask the people sitting here uh, that was part of that. We were, we were contemplating. We were praying. We were just... This whole thing about how we're going to go about. So we prayed, God, how we need to do it. And we actually threw it out to the people and said, yeah, go and pray. You decide. You find out from God if you need to go. You don't follow us because we're going to go. If God doesn't say you need to go, then we all stay. And it was a process of literally just up to a week before uh, that the plant happened. which that Friday morning. And I never do it this way, but, but my exact words that morning was, I went to the room. Jenny was still in the room, not working. I said, I'm going to Central. Are you going with me? She said, well, that's what, almost what she said. And then I started phoning the people. I started phoning and they can talk. I spoke to Hans a bit. I spoke to Edward and Nadia. There's a few of the people that belong to me. Come, Karim. 
uh, and a few more. And, and so in that process, while talking to them, they came back to me, and it's amazing how each one of them had a different story regarding that. Andrew, it was immediately, I'm coming. Karin uh, said, now I'm comfortable where I am. I've been there for 10 years. Remember, I can show you the WhatsApp, huh? <laughs> no, it's a joking. But yeah, so, and then she, she watched me five minutes later. She said, she asked God for new friends and new people to meet. She's in. And the amazing thing of that happened, and, and, and I just wanted, what I wanted to sort of model here is the fact of caring and a family of those examples of Jesus. Uh, it's even the visitors we had in the community at that point in time. There was people that visit us at that point in time, didn't do the orientation, like Kasarin and a few others. Uh, even they came with. So it's just an amazing thing. Just a bit of a story of how you need to uh, try to imitate God in a certain way, by the Holy Spirit or, or Jesus in a specific way. It's a small example, uh, just to sort of encourage you. The second one, is then, and that actually, I'm still blown away if I, if I read this, is we need to become, uh, you see, imitators of Paul and his fellow workers. So we, we need to be, we need to, people need to imitate us. And that's also a very one for me, because we all sinful people. We, we struggle every day. But we need, we need to live a life such that people outside of this can imitate us and fall in love with Jesus. So it's a huge, it's a huge, huge thing for us to do that. Just to, not to, not to wait, but it's, it's something that's so that we need to look and, and on a daily basis be careful how we live and how we imitate Jesus. Because if we imitate Jesus, he will shine through and then that light will shine through and other people will see that and they want to become like us. But that doesn't make us anything better. We're still the same. We're just imitating what we've got in us. But it doesn't make us something more than any other person. But all of us need to become that form of imitators. To imitate Jesus. Okay. There's a lot more scriptures and I'm not going to go to that. There's Philippians 3.17, 1 Corinthians 4 verse 16, 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1. It's a lot of them. Uh, but I want to get to a point where, uh, where we actually get to a point where the, the airplane is now busy just going down a bit so we can land. Uh, and I want to ask you a question now. Is Can you, and I want to include myself, can we say like Paul, where we are at the point where we are now in our lives, follow my lead, copy me, as I am following Christ together so that we, that we will be pressing forward. Can, uh, what, what point are you at this point in time? What point am I now? Can I? Am I comfortable? Am you com- are you comfortable saying, follow my lead? That's just a question I want to ask to, to, to all of you. So, so we should imitate others only as far as, we, as they imitate Christ. Again, what we need to happen. I can't just imitate somebody because for the sake of imitating. If they don't follow Christ, I can't follow that person. I can't imitate that person. Because otherwise it will go, you'll go, you'll maybe get there, but there will be a detour if you at the end of the day to get to where you you actually need to look. So, uh, again, can you imagine, it's just something, can you imagine if if the effect it will have, uh, not only on your family, my family, because I think in all our families we've got challenges of family that's not serving the Lord as yet, that's not imitating God. So can you imagine the effect it will have, not only have on a family, but also on a church, uh, but also around the world around us, if we 
can join Paul in this. And we really can say, follow my example, copy me. Because the world around, the world outside there, they, I think the world, just my experience and what I've seen is the, the people out there, even people in churches, they're tired of, of playing church. They're tired of certain structures and stuff that happen. They want authentic Christianity. They want people that love them, that want to share a meal in a house with them. And that's what we need to trust God for, that we, that, that, that we can just strive to, to be, live that authentic life, that, that, uh, so that people around us will, will actually just almost sense and they will smell that, 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 that love of Jesus, that caring that Jesus has, that, that we live. That, 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 in that way, it was so real for them. They almost physically smell and see and, and whatever that. So, yeah. Just uh, lost a little bit, but it, something that's very important as well is that you have to admire something before or somebody before you can imitate it. And that going back to what we said immediately, uh, initially, if you like this pop star or cricket star, you need to admire that person, otherwise it doesn't help you to try to imitate that person. Again, my question, to what degree do you admire God? To what degree, or Jesus Christ, for that matter? To what degree are you hungry for the Holy Spirit to just move through you, to just flow through you, to overflow, that it will touch the people around you? To what degree are you in love with Jesus? To what degree? And again, just... When, when we gave our lives, and I mentioned earlier, but I just want to reiterate it again. When we, gave, we, when we actually gave our lives to God, at that point in time, we surrendered our lives. We're not in control of our lives. We're not supposed to be in control of our lives anymore. We sometimes like just to, to keep that little bit and still do my own thing. But actually, you, you, you're trying to sort of be busy and trying to manipulate something that's actually supposed to be part of what it's God's property at the moment. So we need to surrender everything. And then we can be a good imitator uh, of, of God so if, and of the Holy Spirit. We need to give him full control for his Holy Spirit because he wants to flow for us. He wants to live for us. He's so hungry to do that. that, that, that give him just, just ask him. And you'll see just how this, just the Holy Spirit will just come. And, and, and it's amazing how he just wants to spend time with us. That's something that blows my mind away every, every day, every second of every day. I can't believe I look at myself. Uh, the Holy Spirit wants to spend time with me, and He wants to be part of my life. But that's He, but He wants, because He loves me so much. Oh, and and again, I just want to touch on what we said last week as well, which was mentioned and it was mentioned earlier as well. Again, Ezekiel forty-seven, because that's part of imitating and part of surrendering. Is just that river flows. Again, to ask you the question in your life, and, and I'm almost done. Uh, how deep do you want to go? How, how deep in imitating Jesus and the Holy Spirit do you want to go? Just ankle deep, that you can still have control of your own life? Knee deep is still, you still can, can pull back if, if the Holy Spirit want to do something or model something for your life. Even waist deep, you can still have control. But as soon as you got shoulder deep and higher, it's difficult for you to, to start imitate, imitating something else than Jesus. So I encourage you to really go and move and, and just walk into that river and, and jump into the river. Go full out for the Holy Spirit. Take that. It's, it's, it's really it's a nice it's a journey. Of, it's an amazing, I think, 
on the journey of, of pleasure, but just a journey of just something that the Spirit takes you. Just, he wants to take you places. Uh, and He wants to because He loves you. So just jump into the river. Get into the river. Don't just stay ankle deep, knee deep. Go see and just go full out. Uh, because Father God is honored and, uh, and glorified if we every part of our lives to Him. So, and I want to, again, uh, we have a huge responsibility to imitate Jesus. I think that's, because uh, if we don't do it, who's going to do it? So I want to, as a, as a final question, just ask you, I'm not going to come forward. I just want to uh, ask you the question. Uh, are you prepared to become an imitator like none? An imitator that's just fully surrendered to God and imitate Him with me. And if you want to do it, I just want you to just going to stand with me. I'm not going to call you to the front, but let's just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to just... Uh, just take control of us and help us to, to be just good and faithful imitators of Jesus. Uh, so, Holy Spirit, we just want to come to you this morning. And I myself, it's in, in such a big way, I, not fully a good imitator of you as I want to be. And I just want to pray for me, I pray for us as a congregation, Father, the Spirit, that you will just come and move in each life, each of our lives, each person that stands and said, I want to be a better imitator for Jesus. Will you come now and, and Holy Spirit, will you just come and uh, just honor that and will you just come and move in each one of us and help us because we need your help to become a better imitator of you. Uh, so that we can reflect Jesus well, that we can represent Jesus well every day and that not because of us and not for us, but so that the people around us, outside of this building, the way we work and the way we walk in shopping centers, etc., the way we do that, that those people will be infected by Jesus Christ and the love and, and just what we have. And they see the difference in our lives. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you just for your involvement in our lives. We glorify your name. Amen.